Welcome back to the show, man. <clears throat> it has been about a week that uh, we have been growing and being stretched and God putting us in different places that, uh, you know, he wants us to be. And that's my continual prayer for each one of you, my brothers in Christ, that we are stretchable, that we are growable through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and that each and every moment we are stepping out into the unknown on his strength and not our own strength. I hope this past week has been a blessing for you in so many different ways. Even though you might not see it right now, I hope in reflection and in prayer time that each one of you realize that God is doing something in your life and trust in that and believe in that. So this week kind of goes along to that topic of uh, are you happy Joy or happiness, right? Do do you choose joy or do you choose happiness, right? We've learned that happiness is fleeting. Happiness is temporary. Joy is eternal. Joy is something deeper. It's not a topical feeling. It is a inside of you thing that God provides to help get us through the hard times, right? Or the daily grind. No matter what it is, God provides joy over happiness. Happiness is something that God lets you know that, hey, you know, it's one of those warning lights, right? Hey, this is good. You you can do more of this. This is this is where this is what it is. And and as you build on that feeling to the emotion of joy, then leads us to our topic this week because once you can have that joy it kind of leads to contentment or it does lead to contentment now what is contentment first of all i'm going to start this off right off the bat this came to me through our sermon series at church we were doing uh one that was called uh margin and uh great series our pastors did a wonderful job uh in that and explaining it but i'm gonna i want for those of y'all who are watching on youtube uh there's a book by richard a swenson who is a doctor it's called margin and it's talking about having margin in your life and not running full tilt all the time, building in some margin. And one of the things that stuck out to me in that book and through the series was being content. Are you content where you are right now? Are you content uh, maybe that you don't have uh, the things that you want? Are you Are you content with that? Are you okay with that? Because you understand that God is working through you right so contentment is just being happy where you're at right that no matter just like 
Let me get my notes here. Just like in Philippians 4.11 says, Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be in contentment. So that's what Paul says, right? No matter where we're at, no matter what's going on in our lives, we are to be content because we have Jesus Christ in our lives. And if we trust in that simple fact that we have Jesus Christ in our life, then what are we worried about happening in this world, right? Nothing in this world can, once we've accepted Jesus Christ, can stop our eternal peace and happiness that's coming in the next life, right? So why are we so worried, stressed, and all of that about things that happen in the world? They happen to everybody. They happen to Jesus. They're going to happen to us. Troubles are going to come. It's, it's just part of life. Being content for me is no matter how hard the situation gets, it's okay. I can make it through it. Why? Because I have Jesus living on the inside of me. And he has promises and things that he has given to me to be able to go through this. Mainly his strength, his courage, his will, his knowledge, his discernment. All the things that we have are God-given. We own none of them. Right? But we are allowed to use his position and power because of the Holy Spirit that resides in us. And once we have that power, we have to realize that we have all the power we need to get through any situation that we're going through. So therefore, be content, right? Whether Paul was in prison or whether he was on a ship or whether he was drowning in the water or getting bit by a snake, he knew he was content and happy wherever Jesus put him. And I think as men, in answering the call of men, having that contentment in our lives allows us to be better husbands, better fathers, better friends, better businessmen, better whatever it is that you do. It allows us to be that. Right? Because we understand that just because we're in one situation doesn't mean that's how it's going to be forever. Right? Contentment is not the, okay, I'm not going to do nothing. It's all on God. That's, that's not what contentment is. Contentment is trusting in God has you in a season, then he's going to move you out of it. Right? It's not all on God. It's not, contentment is not about chasing the things of this world. It's not about us. Want, I mean, we can want the bigger houses. And we can want the better jobs and we can want the more money and we can want the, you know, whatever this world throws at us that we see. And God wants us to live a bountiful and fruitful life. But until we learn to be content, as Paul was with little, we can't open up that space in our lives in order for us to be open and ready to be filled with the things that God wants to fill us. And that's where contentment comes in. When we can be content in certain areas in our lives, whether it be your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your boss, any of that stuff is 
Okay. I mean, we can want all that, but being content in those situations that, hey, this is a season that God has me in, and I understand that, and I'm going to take that strength, and then I'm going to ask myself some questions. What can I learn from this? What is God trying to show me? Where do I need to pour out something in my life that I need to get rid of to open more space to receive more of what God has in store for me? And I get that idea. Thank you, Adam, for that. Uh, give you a little shout out there. Uh, our men's group meeting last night was uh, just me and uh, a gentleman that uh, I have enjoyed getting to know more over the past few years and uh, his wisdom and knowledge on not only God's word, but just his friendship and ability to transfer things is has been a blessing to my life. So, Adam, thank you very much, sir, for spending the time with me last night and uh, being honest and giving pointers to hopefully help make this show better for everybody that's out there listening. So thank you, Adam. I appreciate it, brother. So as we move on, all those things, we have to be content no matter where we're at. It doesn't give us an excuse to be lazy or not to do the things that God puts in front of us or just do the bare minimum of those things that God puts in front of us. I'm guilty. Been there, done that. Uh, this show's one of them. God put it on my heart to do it. And as Adam and I were talking last night, I realized, and I had been feeling this way, and he just kind of confirmed. I mean, he really confirmed it. God used him to confirm it. That if God has given me this, why am I doing the bare minimum? Why am I not doing all the things that I can do to make this show more popular, to get the word out there, because I truly feel that what I am speaking to you is beneficial as men to help us be better in this society and in this world and to change this world for the better, because it's going to come down to us men and being content where we're at leads to that. Because when we're content where we're at, we're not striving so hard to accomplish other things other than what God wants us to. When we're content with our relationship with our spouse, with our relationship with our kids, our jobs, all these worldly influences, and we are content to just be there, right? That's the most important thing, just being in the moment and saying, you know what? What is God trying to show me? What can I learn from this? What do I need to take away from this? And just be content that you're in a you're getting you're getting a lesson from your creator because he wants so much for you and he is building you through these situations but being content and trusting in his word and his direction and not our own is where he wants us to be and when we could reach that level of contentment in our lives to realize you know we don't have to have the biggest house right we don't have to have the best kids we don't have to have the shiny fancy things that we all get caught up with in this world are distractions from god's word and his will for our life because an internal peace and comfort in our lives is 
what God wants to provide us because that comes from the inside, not the outside. You know, <clears throat> my atheist buddy, I know he don't listen to this show and I won't mention his name, but uh, doesn't believe in all of it. He he he, he told me, uh, what was it he said? He said, you know, he doesn't believe in any of it regarding, uh, he had posted a picture about hell and it was, a peaceful picture as I took it right and you know and whatnot and I posted one that was a little more vivid is what how God describes it and he doesn't believe in any of it but the point is you know I'm content to be his friend I'm content to be patient I know my my job is not to change anybody but my job is to when those opportunities arrive to pass on the message of Jesus to let him know that, hey, there's still somebody out here who loves you. There's still somebody out here who cares where your soul's going to go, you know. And and just being content that the things of this world, they're, they're fleeting. They're going away. They're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be there in eternity. I'm going to have a lot better things. And, and being content just allows us the ability, ooh, excuse me, to I think to even advance more and be better at what we're trying to accomplish because when we're content when we're with when we're content where we're at then we can start really achieving the important things that God has laid out in front of us you know, and and that, I think that's the biggest thing that I got out of that book was being content and being at peace with where you're at. It don't matter if you're if you're just getting into your your, your late teens, your early twenties, your thirties, your forties, your fifties, your sixties, seventies, eighties, wherever you're at. <clears throat> Take the peace and trust in God has you where he wants you. God has you teaching you, building upon all the things he wants to see in you. We are, he is more about our character than our circumstances, right? And if until we build that character, that he's looking for till we take those lessons he is giving us and we stay frustrated we can't find contentment but when we realize those that we're in a season that we're in that learning mode that God has created for us hey man we're we're good to go you know we can be happy in it if he's got you in prison then you're in prison because he needed you to have that solitary time. He needed you to see some things in that prison. He needed you to see the value of where he has you and what your purpose, um, you know, and, and being content whether, I mean, I, I know it's hard, right? I mean, being content in the season of my life where my daughter is diagnosed with cancer, being content in that moment, you know, was tough. 
but it all comes through faith because I trust in God. And I knew no matter what happened that if I woke up the next day, he still had something for me to do. You know, he blessed me with the opportunity to be a warrior princess's dad. Somebody who could inspire me to be better and do more through seeing what she went through. And being content doesn't give me the excuse not to do more or to do less, but it gives me the power to do more. Does that make sense? I, I, it does to me, and I hope that my words are coming across clear enough to you that be content. Take a hold of where you're at and, and just accept it. That's where you're at. Start looking for the lessons. If you're frustrated, if you're angry, if you're whatever, ask yourself, why? Why am I angry? Why am I frustrated? If nothing in this world except the difference we make in the individuals God places in front of us lives means more, I mean, other things mean more than that. No, God places those people and we take those moments and are content in sharing our truth and our struggle and in those moments with those people to change their lives, we should be more focused on eternity and not right now. So when God puts those people in front of us and God puts those situations in front of us, be content. You don't have, I've learned in my experience that I don't have to have all the answers. Sometimes I'm just there to listen, right? Sometimes I'm there. He puts me in a situation where my past experience can grow and benefit somebody else. But I couldn't do that. I can't even make this show better. Is what I've learned through reading a couple of books that brought that God opened up my eyes to see that I cannot have the life I want when I'm not content at where he has me. Right? I can't make this show better for each and every man out there if he led me to this platform and told me to do this show. How can I make it better for each man, man that does happen to tune in to listen if I'm not doing the my best to make it better for y'all. There's another book. It's called The Power of One More by Ed Milet. If you have not read that book, man, I highly recommend you get it and read it. Uh, there were some key points in there that just opened up my mind that God led me to. Uh, you know, I had to be content with my time to be able to read it and finish it. Because there's a message in there that God has for me. But if you have an opportunity, The Power of One More, Ed Milet, it's on Amazon. Uh, very good book. Uh, guy I've kind of followed for a while. But take the focus off of you and put it on other people is one of the things he said in his book. And... When you can do that and when you make it not about you, when you are content enough in your life to not worry about you, that you know that God has you where he wants you 
and that you know that no matter what comes, I'm good because God's leading me, right? Just like Paul, I can be in prison. I can be hungry. I can be well-fed. I can be whatever. Whatever the situation is, I am content because my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is in my is in me and in my spirit and is leading and driving and providing for my life. When you're content with that and happy in that and trust in that 100%, this life becomes easy. So what does contentment bring uh, for the call of men? If we're, if we're men and we're trying to make be the leaders, be the men that God created us to be, to step out front, to make the, cha- the hard changes that need to be made, the first step is being content where God has you. So when we are content where God has us, then we are able to do what he has called us to do. Because we're not worried about us. We're focused on his mission, not our own mission. And it applies, I think it was Jim Rohn said, you help enough people, other people get what they want, you'll always have what you want. Something, something along that lines, but it, but it's true. When we're focused on the mission of God and content where He has us, I'm sorry about that, uh, and we're moving toward our purpose in life, and we're content with the journey that He has us on, we'll have what we need. We'll have what we want because He promises to take care of us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. The yoke, His yoke is light, right? So be content, even if it's feeling hard right now. And if you don't have that contentment or that contentment in your life, go to God and ask him, hey, help me. Help me see where you have me. Help me find the contentment, the peace And just like the book said, the margin in my life that gives me the opportunity to serve you better. Because through contentment, you start creating that space, that margin that you need in order to do the things that God has called you to do. But being content as it applies to answering the call of men, when you are content in your life, it brings peace to our souls. Right, and knowing and understanding that God is in control, not us. He has given us the ability to do certain things in certain times in certain areas. He has given us a brain. He has provided us the tools to hear him and put that into action. Right? And when we have contentment, it brings a peace to our life because we're not worried about the bigger houses, cars, you know, uh, finances, we're content. Look, it doesn't mean we're not working to better those situations. But in that process, we have to start emptying out some of what's in our glass so we can be filled back up for what God has in store for us. Being content allows it 
us to pour it out a little bit at a time so God can fill it up a little at a time. Right? That's the point. And when we're content in where God has us, it brings peace to our relationships. Whether that is relationship with our spouse, whether that's relationship with our friends, whether that's relationship with our businesses, whether that's our relationship with money. Right? When we're content and we have the peace in our souls and our lives, that glass starts to empty out and God starts to fill it back up with what he wants to fill it up with. Because there's room. Right now in our lives, we're not content with a lot of things. And we have to make peace with that. And when we can do that and start pouring out the junk, the dirty water that's in the glass... And allow it to be filled up with clean, fresh water from God. That's what what we need to do, right? So, it brings so much into our lives when we're content with right where we're at in the moment we're at doesn't mean we want to stay there doesn't mean we have to stay there it means that it gives us the ability to move forward in and about what god has planned for our lives because no matter where we're at we understand god's in control that's the bottom line but when we have that can contentment in our lives as men it allows us to be better leaders because we understand the lessons that we're learning and we're able to pass them on to our friends to our wives to our kids to whoever god puts in front of us it's what we're supposed to do anyway share the gospel and the gospel is your testimony to an extent i mean it's an addition right we make the foundation of who Jesus Christ is. That he is the son of God. He died on the cross for our sins. And he rose on the third day. Right? The addition to that is the story of your life. Right? Com- that compounds and highlights the true sacrifice that Jesus made for each one of us. Just my thoughts on that. But... So when we have contentment, men, as you take out this week, the rest of this week, I know it's uh, already Thursday, this week into the, until we get to the next episode, look, try to be content. Search for contentment in your life. There's areas right now that you are that you, eh, doesn't matter. It's good. And as Christians, it should be in every area of our life because when we trust in Jesus Christ, men, And understand that he is in control. What do you have to worry about? What do you have to stress about? Right? Be content. Look for opportunities and ways to get better in certain areas. To open up your mind. To open up your heart. To open up your your peace. Because contentment brings all of that to everything that you want. That when we trust in Jesus... That he is there to provide for us, to care for us, and to love on us. We can get through anything. And it opens up so many different opportunities. Being content instead of always striving, running. We miss something. Right? So content. Be content.
in your heart that God has you where he wants you. That's the most important thing. Throughout the Bible, trust in God and let God lead you. And that will bring full and 100% contentment into your life because you understand that no matter whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's your finances, right? That when we empty that glass and allow God to pour us, pour back into our glass the ability to manage our finances, to pour back in to our relationships with our spouses and our kids and our friends and our family, right? And he brings that, pour in that peace and understanding that he is in control. Hey, then we've got a way to be super successful. To successful in the terms of what God has planned for for us. So, just remember, it does apply to the call of men, right? If you are content, you are better equipped to go out and answer the call that God has put on your life. That's one piece of the puzzle is contentment. Be content where God has you. Men, and remember, everything in this world is fleeting. Everything will be gone one day. Full of rust or burned up or whatever. It's not going to be here. And you can't take it with you. We all know that. That's one of the hard truths and facts about life. You can't take it with you. I mean, you could, but it's just going to sit in the ground and rot. So it doesn't make a difference. But then it's going to be there with you. Rotten. <laughs> As our souls rejoice in the kingdom of heaven with God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we get to worship him every single day as it should be. But when you have contentment, men, it allows you and opens you up to be able to answer the call of men. So as you go out and do what you do this week, my fellow brothers in Christ, remember to be content. And answer the call of men.